Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. It's Keith McPherson on The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. A one, a two, a three, and a yay! <laughs> Let's get it, man. It's a football Friday, a five-hour KM to AM. Blessed to be here. Happy to be here. Hopefully you're doing good. Hopefully... Your week was good. The end to your week was good. It's December now, December 1st. It's the most wonderful time. I mean, I usually say that during the sports equinox, but now it's supposed to be the most wonderful time, the holiday time. But December football, it's about to get real. It already got real for our two teams here in New York, but it's about to get real for the entire league. I was on last night after... The Dallas Cowboys pulled off a win against the Seahawks. How about them Cowboys? I'm in here wearing a Dak Prescott jersey that I've owned for like six years. I just said to Rich Ackerman, I'm like, this jersey's sweet now. This is a good jersey to walk around in now. I'm like, this might be the MVP of the league now. So I was uh, excited to see Dak Prescott do his thing and the Cowboys avoid being frauds. Because you know what I say. Like, they're frauds and... I won't believe it until I see it and, you know, whatever, it's cute. But I thought about it. I'm like, man, I'm happy that I'm a Dallas fan because I get to have fun. I get to have joy during the football season. These games are precious. You heard Evan and Tiki talk about how we only get 17 of these. We we only get one a week for a few months. And Dallas Cowboys fans, you're you're going to play through this month and into next month. So, I don't know about the Jets and the Giants, so sorry, folks. It is what it is. It is the NFL, not FL, NFL. Emphasis on the if. If this happens and if this happens and if this happens and if this doesn't. It, there's so many ifs when we talk about the Jets and the Giants. There's nothing actually solid to go off of. There's nothing actually concrete. It's a lot of hope. It's a lot of maybes. There's a lot of things that have to go right, and it seems like things usually go wrong. So let's start with the Jets. We've been talking about this all week. And we've been talking about Aaron Rodgers all season. And Aaron Rodgers can't help this team. I do not care about this 21-day practice window, but I'm done ragging on the guy. I'm done blaming the guy for this season. He got hurt, whatever. He's taking calls from the ticket office. Hello, master manipulator on the line. Would you like to still buy some tickets for a wasted season? I just don't think that they are going to do what has to be done for him to come back. So why even entertain it? 
This Aaron Rodgers nonsense, it is the song that doesn't end. You heard me say that, what, Wednesday? Aaron Rodgers is the song that does it end. Yes, it goes on and on, my friend. Some Jets fans started singing it, not knowing what it was, and they'll continue singing it forever just because. We just keep singing this Aaron Rodgers song for what? Yeah, you know, anything is possible. I'm not going to be 100%. But if, but if, if we're alive, if we win these next two games, if, maybe, dude, enough already. Like, we can we go off of something tangible and something real? What What's real is that the Jets wasted another season behind Zach Wilson. It could have been avoided. They didn't avoid it. Shame on them. It is what it is. But now... We're down to the, like literally the last game before you're mathematically out. And you're starting Tim Boyle, who was here because of Aaron Rodgers. You're starting your third string quarterback that no other team in the NFL would probably be starting. There's just not too many teams that would have brought him in. There's not too many teams that would have defaulted into Zach Wilson than him. And the reality is, even though Desmond Ritter is cheeks, Desmond Ritter and the Falcons are in it. They can potentially win their division. They're looking at... The Jets as a crucial team that they have to beat to get into the playoffs. The worst division in football, they can win it. They have a good head coach, good enough head coach. They have good enough skill positions. I know everybody's talking about the matchup of the Jets defense versus the Falcons offense and Desmond Ritter not being a good quarterback. But you know what? An object in motion stays in motion. Streaks are hard to stop. The Jets are on a losing streak. Can we wake up? Hello? The last game that the Jets won, they shouldn't even have won. Giants fans, remember that? It was raining like it's raining right now. The last game that we actually saw the Jets win, they should have lost in their own building. 877-337-6666. Joining me in a little more than an hour, Bo Morgan from 92.9, the game in Atlanta. We'll bring in perspective from Atlanta the Atlanta Falcons, our sister station down there, someone that talks about the Falcons all day, so you can hear what they think. They don't care about Aaron Rodgers. They're not thinking about Aaron Rodgers at all. They're laughing. They're like, Tim Boyle? Did you see the game on Black Friday? Yeah, this is a winnable game for us. Our season is actually still like, or our postseason, our playoff hopes is still on the line. Our season is still alive for real. We can win the NFC South. What are these guys talking about? A wild card and... Aaron Rodgers coming back at 50% if he can protect himself. No, that's nuts. That's ridiculous. Throw that out of the window. It makes no sense. It makes no sense to jeopardize next season. And he says, oh, well, you know, I rehabbed in three months, and I'll just attack the rehab. Please, miss me with it. The Jedi mind tricks, making you see and believe things that are not there. Aaron Rodgers does not need to come back this season. And as soon as they lose to the Falcons— all of the talk that he did this week about drinking bone broth and uh, you know him being at practice with that big green helmet looking like the Great Gazoo, it doesn't matter. It's done. The season is wasted. The season's a wash. So much so that like the head coach is calling out Brees Hall about, oh, he's got to get you know the tougher runs, the gritty runs, the grimy yards. Yeah, he's got to get the grimy yards so that he can break those long runs again. But why is he pressing? Why is he trying to hit a home run every time? Because the offensive coordinator is no good, and you have no quarterback. Like, you have no offensive line. There's your, your best player on offense you're calling out as if he's got to do more coming off an ACL injury. It's preposterous. Only the Jets. J-E-T-S just end the season. 
Zach Rosenblatt will join me from The Athletic. I, I love his work for The Athletic covering the Jets. He's been covering the Jets through this whole saga. I've had Zach on last year when Aaron Rodgers actually declared that his intention was to play for the Jets. I've had him on this season. I think this will be like the fourth or fifth time I've had him on. Usually, if you've listened and I, I have him on, I try and ask him everything all at once. I'll do better tonight. I'll make sure my questions are concise because this is it. This is the end of the road. They lose to the Falcons at home, and then you can forget about Aaron Rodgers returning for the Miami Dolphins or the Texans. Like that, it makes no sense. You're going to put this guy in harm's way? He's 40. Yeah, your plan didn't come through this year. You're going to potentially jeopardize the plan next year? That's nuts. You should be on to 2024. You should be on to the draft, honestly. And I think we'll actually get there after this Sunday. So Zach will join us at 920 to talk Jets. We'll lean into the football Friday aspect. And uh, in between Bo Morgan joining us and Zach Rosenblatt joining us, you have to be watching this game tonight. It's on ABC. It's the Pac-12 championship. I can't wait to watch it. This is a game that, I mean, I'm going to be watching in here during the commercials. And, I mean, I'm hosting a show, but I'm locked in on this game. Why? Because it is number five Oregon versus number three Washington. And more importantly, it's Bo Nix versus Michael Penix Jr. And if you're not a college football fan, but you're a Jets and a Giants fan, this is a college football game that you should be watching because these two quarterbacks are most likely competing for the Heisman tonight. I think Oregon wins. I think Bo Nix is going to start to rise up the uh, mock drafts and all the talk about who's the quarterback to take. This is a guy that played at Auburn. This is a guy that now is playing at Oregon. He's played five years. I was just in the newsroom talking to Jack about how we watched Tyson Bajan have success in the NFL this year. More so than Zach Wilson ever had. Why? Because Tyson Bajan played five years at a Division II school in Shepard University. He got the reps at quarterback. Reps are important. Here we go. White side, here we go. Dak Prescott is coming into his own now because of the reps and the play caller. Did you watch Pat McAfee this week? Notice how Aaron Rodgers went out of his way to compliment Dak Prescott? Because he used to play under Mike McCarthy. And he knows some of those route combinations, some of the things that they're doing, how he's manipulating his cadence to throw off the defense, for the defense to get set, for the defense to show their hand, to show what they're doing. Here we go. White set. White set. The Dallas Cowboys are looking pretty decent, man. I cannot wait to see the 49ers-Eagles game this Sunday at 425. I cannot wait to see the Broncos-Texans game this week. I mean, as I talked about, Objects in motion stay in motion. It's hard to stop a streak. The Broncos haven't lost since they lost to the Jets. They've won five games in a row. They're going up against C.J. Stroud, another kid who came into the league. I mean, I honestly think that Frank Wright and the Panthers' whole situation, they missed out on him. They fired everybody over there. David Temper is making uh, moves because they didn't get the guy. C.J. Stroud is Offensive Rookie of the Year. He's getting talked about as one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. And people are even putting him in the MVP conversation. Low, not up there with Dak and Tush Push Boy and uh, Patrick Mahomes or Tua or Lamar Jackson. But, man, the NFL, this is a football Friday. We're going to talk week 13 picks. I will give you my picks by the end of the night. I have a bunch of narratives, a bunch of things to look for, talking about quarterbacks. Joe Flacco is back. Pretty Flacco. Joe Flacco will start for the Browns this Sunday against the Rams. <laughs> And depending on how he does or not, I think he's going to be better than DTR, Dorian Thompson-Robinson. I think he's definitely better than P.J. Walker. 
you are going to get Joe Flacco versus Tim Boyle. It should be Trevor Simeon by then. But we're going to get to see that. I mean, the season will be cooked by then. The Browns will still be fighting for their lives. But, man, there's there's some good football coming up. It's December. Man, it's the most wonderful time. What else happens in December? The winter meetings. Starting to get real. As the uh, NFL season is getting really real, man, this Juan Soto conversation is getting real. Uh, Shohei Otani conversations are getting real. I mean, which way you want to go? They're two of the biggest names in the game. A report comes out from Jeff Passan that the Red Sox, Mets, and Rangers are all out on Shohei Otani and will turn their attention to other free agents. The Dodgers, Cubs, Blue Jays, and Angels are among the teams still bidding. I've been telling you it's the Dodgers, it's the Dodgers, it's the Dodgers. I have multiple things to back that up. And it does kind of scare me as well because I think the Dodgers have been saving up and preparing for this. And Yamamoto might just want to go join his boy, might just want to go join Otani out west. And if he joins that rotation for the Dodgers, that's what the Dodgers were lacking. Starting pitching. They, they didn't have Walker Bueller. They lost Urias, domestic violence, you know, Tony Goslin. Uh, they, they need starting pitching, and they've been getting ready. There's a chance that the Dodgers make a real play for Otani and Yamamoto. So subtracting Yamamoto from the Yankees, which I know everybody, Yankees for clicks, Yankees for clicks. Yankee fans, I've been trying to tell you to chill. We are being used. We're being used because we don't chill. If you want a response, if you want a reaction, if you want clicks, retweets, and likes, just say that the Yankees are the leading candidate for X, Y, Z. For this player, blah, 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 blah. It's all rumors. It's all speculation, but it's about to get real. The winter meetings are coming up, and they're talking about Juan Soto, and I'm listening to folks talk about Juan Soto on air. I'm listening to folks talk about Juan Soto on SNY, I saw Jim Duquette said the Yankees don't want to move Michael King. I think it may end up coming down to do they move him or not and whether they get Juan Soto, M- Michael King. Are we serious? What? I- I'm hearing folks talk about Juan Soto as a rental for one year. I- I'm I'm in right now, right? I turned the page from 82 and 80. I got over it. I'm trying to live in the fact that we got a, a, a Cy Young out of it. Garrett Cole, he is what we thought he was. He's, he's the AL Cy Young. I'm trying to stay positive with the Yankees, but I do not believe the hype. It's always hope, 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 hope week. I'm not hopeful right now because I know the games that are played with social media, with these writers, with these journalists. Until I see it, I can't believe it. I think there is a chance that they can miss out on Yamamoto. I think there's a chance that they can miss out on Soto if they play games with the prospect hugging. They've been doing this for years. Stop prospect hugging. We can go through the names of the prospects that didn't pan out. Greg Bird, Miguel Andujar, Clint Frazier. Remember Chance Adams? Stop it. Juan Soto is a generational talent. You have passed on all of the generational talents over the last few years. That's why I can't get my hopes up. I'm not setting myself up for a disappointment here. Because if they're talking about Michael King as what's holding up this deal, are you serious? I don't care about any prospects. And when I say prospects, Anthony Volpe doesn't count. They're not putting Anthony Volpe in the deal. They hugged him for the last few years. He is your starting shortstop of the future. Good. Jason Dominguez as well. Right now he's damaged goods. He projects to be your starting center fielder. I don't think 
he's in the deal. But like Drew Thorpe, Randy Vasquez, Johnny Brito, send them. If they want Clark Schmidt, send them. They need pitching. This is Juan Soto. This is the move. If you miss out on Yamamoto because he potentially wants to join Shohei Otani out west at Chavez Ravine with the Dodgers, this whole Yamasoto thing, it's going to look super dumb. Yankee fans are going to be hurt. You're going to be upset for no reason after the worst season of we've ever seen. After Not ever, but the worst season out, out of all of our young lives. Like the young Yankee fans, we, we haven't gone through an 82-80 and 80 season missing the postseason, being the laughingstock, being the matchup that even the worst teams in the league circled. This offseason is so important. I just can't. I, I got. I need it to be concrete. It's all rumors and it's all hearsay, but it's gonna get real. Eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six. Now, my trolling of the Mets is obvious. My needling of the Mets fans is fun. Luis Severino put his farewell message out there, and after I read it, I'm just kind of like over it now. And you know, he changed his picture to uh, you know the Mets hat and the Mets jersey. I really do wish him luck. I don't think there's one Yankee fan that hates Luis Severino. I know I hated the Yankees for continuing to pitch Luis Severino with the season on the line, but that's over as well. I've moved on. I'm out of the 2023 season. We're on to 2024. But Mets fans, you have to acknowledge the change in philosophy. I I don't care if, if you disagree with me or you don't like that. I'm like, you have a friend that's just like me. You have a Yankee fan friend that's looking at the moves that you're making and saying, aha, you know why? Because it's our time to give it back a little bit. I watched Aaron Judge be named the 16th captain of the Yankees, and there was a fake Carlos Correa cloud, a fake-ass cloud, but a fake Carlos Correa cloud over that press conference because it was, oh, the Mets signed Carlos Correa. Steve Cohen, can you believe that? The new gold standard in baseball, the new George Steinbrenner. Please, miss me with it. Now, all of a sudden, he's learned something. Now, all of a sudden, he's following the lead of David Stearns. And there's been a bunch of little mid-signings. There's been a bunch of little depth signings, yeah. You might do more, but you also might not. It's a clear change from the, we got Max Scherzer, Justin Verlander, Starling Marte of the last couple years. Acknowledge that. It's not the Wilpons, but acknowledge there's a clear change in philosophy here. And that's okay. But what's not okay is the fact that you had the highest payroll in baseball history, you won 75 games, and now this is what you're doing after punting at the deadline, trading all your guys away for for prospects. Yankee fans can laugh at you a bit. We can needle you a bit. We can troll you a bit. Just take it. Because Stearns and Cohen are so-called Mets fans, right? They they both came in talking about how they grew up as fans of the team. Well, then you should know better taking the bench coach from the Yankees and elevating him as your manager, taking the worst pitcher in baseball, the worst pitcher that the Yankees ran out there, and making him potentially a part of your rotation. You knew that wasn't going to go over well with your fan base. They have to wear it. 877-337-6666. There's so much to do. There's so much fun to be had. I can't wait to entertain and take calls and interview some people and make somebody's ride and, and rain and traffic better and make somebody's Friday night better and connect with you, the fans that call the fan. I haven't even touched half of the things that I want to in my notes. I pretty much did that all off the top of my head. So it's a five-hour KM to AM. Please join me. You know the number to dial. Let's hit this break right now so we can take calls, and then we have guests coming in 20 minutes after the hour for the next three hours. 
I didn't mention Raymond Felton. Surprise guest, former New York Nick Raymond Felton will join us at 1020 because we'll talk the football, we'll talk the baseball, but I'm telling you, it's December. Pretty soon, all we're going to have is basketball. So we'll talk a little college hoops and New York Knicks with him. This is Keith McPherson, your nighttime host on The Fan. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Friday night. All right, all right. Let's do what we're supposed to do. KM to AM with my WFAM. 877-337-6666. There's so much to talk about. There's so much to do. Maybe I need a 10-hour show. All right, yeah, I'm taking an overnight. Just kidding. I got to go home. Help my wife with the baby and whatnot. You know how that goes. Keith McPherson on the fan. Let's get right to the calls. And then through the night, we'll reset. Every hour, I'll pretty much let you know what we're talking about. You know what I opened up with? Or maybe you don't if you're just tuning in. I talked about the Jets. I talked about this game coming up with the Falcons. Aaron Rodgers, please. It's the NFL. If, if, if. If you lose this game, then all of that was for nothing. I haven't mentioned the Giants too much yet because they're on a bye. But I don't believe that they have a chance in the NFL. If they beat the Packers, stop it already. I do think you should be paying attention in 30 minutes to the Pac-12 championship. Bo Nix and Michael Penix Jr., One or both of those guys could be of interest right here in New York with the Jets and Giants picking potentially both in the top 10 of the draft. And we will certainly get to Yamasoto, Yamamoto, Juan Soto, Shohei Otani, Luis Severino, Joey Wendell, Austin Adams, whatever, um, Oscar Gonzalez. I think people get things twisted online. And I, I like bringing online stuff to air, but I also don't. Because there's a lot of people listening, they don't care about Twitter. And Twitter is fake. Twitter is not a real place. But I troll on Twitter because I get trolled all day. That's literally what the app is for. It's a fake place. There's things that people say and do on Twitter they would never do in real life. And, um, you know, my real thoughts and perspective you get here on the mic as I speak to you. And I understand that right now, I, I'm, I'm a baseball fan. I can't, I can't express to you guys how much I am a baseball fan, how I've been doing this for years. I know what time it is right now. The, the signings and the moves that are being made before the winter meetings start, they're not the big signings. Sure, Sonny Gray signed. Sure, Luis Severino seems like a big signing, but it's not. I already told you, this guy was one of the worst pitchers in the league last year. Like, But I, I get it. 
I get that some Mets fans think it's a lottery ticket. I think it's more of a prop bet, not a lottery ticket. I don't think you're winning a lottery if the guy plays well. But I want Mets fans and Yankee fans to understand that these little moves that are being made right now to shore up the roster or even the minor league deals for spring training, just know that they don't really move the needle on anything. These are little moves that are done right now that like you might forget about in a couple weeks. And you should forget about once the big chips actually fall. But this is the baseball offseason, right? There is no free agent frenzy. It takes three months for this stuff to happen. So for moves that were made at the end of November into December, they, they don't mean anything. But you can have a little fun, right? You can have a little fun on Twitter laughing at the moves because the Mets signed a couple no-name guys. You can have fun making fun of the Yankees picking up Oscar Gonzalez, the SpongeBob guy who literally the most famous thing with this guy, the thing he's most known for is that he came up to the plate and you got to hear about uh, who lives in a pineapple under the sea. I remember him because he was clutch against the Yankees. And this is a typical Cashman move, right? Cashman will see a guy like that become available. Sure, we'll take him. He was clutch against us. He was clutch against other teams. We remember him. Yankee fans remember him. In the ALDS, he 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 helped the Guardians win uh, those two games back to back in the ALDS. We were on the ropes a little bit, but these are not big moves. They're not the end all be all. There's much more um, to be done. So eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six. We're talking NFL. It's a football Friday, week thirteen. I'll give you my picks by the end of the night. I have a bunch of stories and things from the NFL outside of the Jets and the Giants because I think they're both cooked. And then obviously. Um, we're going to talk Mets and Yankees because this is New York. Everybody cares about the Mets and the Yankees. Gary is in Waterbury first up on the fan. Go for it, Gary. Keith, my dog. I step on stage, girls scream like I'm Keith. Every time. It it, it sounds better and better every time you say it. McFair the Cavalier. You know, McFair the Cavalier. This is G-Makes, repping Watertown, Connecticut, home of Rico Brogna. Yo, I got to give shouts to my man, yo, Chris Rinaldi and my legends from Watertown, Connecticut tonight. And, you know, first of all, Foo Philly, you know, Foo Philly and Cashman sucks. <laughs> Come on. We got to keep it real. I, hey, I'm letting you, you, I'm giving you your time to say what you got to say. We need Cashman yeah. right now. We need Cashman it, it, to not suck right now. But yes. Yeah. Foo, oh, Philly, my I, God. I hope, they, I hope yeah. they get beat up by the Niners. He's, he sucked for 20. I got to keep it real. You know I say that every time. You know that, Keith. But if you could win a million dollars right now, free roll, who would you pick to win the Super Bowl? And you know what? I'm a Giants fan for life, and um, I would pick Philly. If you had a free roll, who's going to win the I Super mean, Bowl that, this year? A million dollars. That makes perfect sense, right? Because Philly has the best record, and they've won a bunch of games not playing one really dominant good game. So it makes you believe that you know they can make a run through the playoffs. And What's they were in the Super answer? Bowl last year. My answer is... Are you choosing Dallas? Come on, bro. You, you must not be listening to me. Dude. I know. No, I know you. If you no. think I would actually get on air and say that the Dallas no. Cowboys are winning this. Who are you going to choose, though? If you, had, if you could pick, if you could just say I, who's going to win the Super Bowl I've right said now, it before, you win a million dollars. It was, it was probably 1.45 in the morning, and I've also put this out on Twitter. In the AFC, I like Lamar Jackson and the Ravens. And I think we can get another Ravens versus Niners Super Bowl, but this time the Niners get their sixth trophy. Keith, I love you, dog. I, yo, keep repping. I have to. Thanks for the call, Gary. You're the man. 
You guys know the reference? I step on stage, the girls scream like I'm Keith. You won't be around next year. We, we got a hip-hop, hip-hop. Freestyle Friday. I didn't write any raps. Maybe I'll have to just rap off the top of my head. For best results, it's better to write the raps. But we'll see as the beats come in what, what comes to me. 877, you know the number to dial. Jay is in Hoboken. Jay, you're on the fan. Jay, come on. You, you missed your opportunity. I I mean, when you call before I even open it and you get there, you got to be ready to go. I didn't hang up on him. I put him on hold. Here's a guy that always calls early before I even really come in with a yurt. He he knows what to do. Josh is up in the Bronx back on the fan. I'm telling you, I'll wait for this anyway. Joe Flacco and Cleveland, I knew it. When he signed with the Browns, you know, practice squad, nothing. You knew he was going to come in and pick up the pace for the Browns. He's a foot taller than the quarterbacks they have, and he's got a decade more of experience than the quarterbacks they have. Unbelievable. And the Yankees, you got to, what? What do you have in my king? I mean, he was in the bullpen, and then he requested Taboo and make me a starter, okay. And then the elbow, man, okay. It's fixed. And now the pod, give them to the Padres. Just hold on to uh, the Martian and Volpe, man. You know, you keep, on, King, you keep on saying it. If Michael King it. stops a Juan Soto deal, that will be the most embarrassing thing on top of all the embarrassing things that Brian Cashman has done in recent time. Michael yes. King, are we serious? I'm, I'm telling you. We didn't, even, we didn't even have him for half the year when they won 99 games and got to the American League Championship Series. Last year, like the lasting image of uh, Michael King that I have in my head from last year is Shohei Otani taking him deep and bat flipping. And Shohei Otani, he's from the Japanese culture. He's much more disciplined than that. He's not even like that, but he did it to Michael King. Send him. This is Juan Soto. Like, Do we have to talk about how they compare Juan Soto to Ted Williams? I don't think people actually realize... At 25 years old, if you have the chance to bring Juan Soto to the Bronx and show him the Yankee way and New York City and the Yankee culture and all this, I, I, like, I don't even know what, it's, what we're talking about. He knows it, man. He's played in New York when he was with the Nationals, when he was with the Padres. You know, come on. Yeah, yeah. Don't Memorial Day weekend, he hit that home run. Yeah. Right field, second deck. I mean, it, it's a no-brainer. Thanks for the call, Josh. I, that's that's why I don't like. You, you can hear it in my voice. I love the Yankees. I want to win the World Series more than anything in sports. More than anything in sports, I w- I want to see the New York Yankees win the next World Series. If you've been listening to me, I talk about how the next World Series is more important than all twenty seven combined. Because in this modern day time, in this era, the Yankees winning one more World Series, they could go thirty years without winning the next one. Because this one will be in four K. All right, let's go back to Jay in Hoboken. He's ready now. What's up, Jay? Hey, sorry about that, Keith. I was on mute before. All good. Uh, what you yeah, wanted to get your opinion on the Super Bowl again, too. Uh, I feel like, I mean, it's interesting that you said Ravens before. I think the Chiefs are going to come back roaring. They're so talented. I mean, it's so easy to say really that, right? They won anyone... the Super Bowl last year. Yeah, I get that. Everybody can say the Chiefs and, 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 and Eagles. When do we see teams go back-to-back? Years in the Super Bowl. 
It's not the Patriots anymore. Yes, Even the Patriots mean, it doesn't really happen. Good. It doesn't happen. Patrick Mahomes is the most talented quarterback. Have in you the watched NFL, the Chiefs this year? Have you watched the Chiefs struggle this yeah, year? Yeah, I have. They I've can be beat. Struggle a little bit in the first half, but they, I've watched the Eagles get lucky in half their games too. I think. I, I don't while, know, bro. While they're extremely yeah, talented, there's, there's teams. luck, but a win is a win is a win. They shouldn't have lost to the Jets. They should be undefeated. The, the Eagles should have lost to the, the Jets. Commanders. If anything, the Jets got lucky. You know, there is the no Eagles should have lost to Dallas. The, the, yeah, the NFL. The the if Sam Howell didn't throw that interception, the game right. if they didn't let Brees Hall score, the NFL. What I can say is this, and we're just, you know, I'm not arguing with you. We're just having a spirited conversation as football fans mm-hmm. on the fan. I cannot lock into, oh, it's going to be the same Super Bowl as last year. Something's going to happen. Mark my words. This week, they're going to go to battle. They're going to go to war in Philly at Lincoln Financial. There's always casualties. I think if the 49ers stay healthy, they're gonna they're gonna make it to the Super Bowl. They exactly they the 40 the 49ers went through their three game losing streak when Brock Purdy was concussed, Trent Williams was out, Debo Samuel was out, Christian McCaffrey was banged up. They had their bye week. They got right. It's all right in front of them. They know that they can get back to the Super Bowl. They are licking their chops to go back to Philly in front of those fans and get revenge for last year. I'm not signing up for a Philadelphia Eagles. Back-to-back Super Bowl appearance. I think that they get chopped. They could lose to Dallas in Dallas next week. I agree. I, Dallas definitely not making it to the Super Bowl because I'm not the whole saying point Dallas is making it to the Super Bowl. I'm Dallas, saying Dallas has won 14 straight games in Jerry that. World and Philly, who almost gave them the game in Philly. They can get got after you know going through a battle with the 49ers, and then you got to go to Jerry World and play the Cowboys, who are now on extra rest after winning last night on Thursday Night Football. Thanks for the call, Jay. 877-337-6666. We're picking up the pace a little bit. Let's keep talking football. My baseball fans that are on the line, I promise we're going to get there. I love talking baseball. I love talking football, too. Uh, I think, you know, I love talking both of them equally. I was listening to the guys talk about, like, when we would stop watching the NFL. Never. Impossible. Never. I've talked a lot about evolve or dissolve and how the NBA is evolving with the in-season tournament and how I don't get how they say, oh, people don't watch the beginning of the NBA season. Who? If you call yourself a basketball, I don't, I've never missed the NBA season tip off of my team. I go to the game. I go to the Nets home opener now the last few years. But I, I guess casual, I'm not a casual fan. I guess casual fans aren't tuned in, but the NFL has diehard fans and casual fans. They literally own a day of the week. Yeah. I get tired of watching flags like last night. I'm screaming on Twitter, NFL bogus. This is so bogus. This is bogus ball. You can't even get into a flow of the game because it's doop, flag on a play, flag on a play. Let them play. But with the gambling, with the fantasy stuff, and with how many of us live our lives with tailgating, going to the bar, ritual of what we do on Sunday, Monday, even Thursday night, they added another week to the season. The NFL is undefeated. It's king. It's not going anywhere. There is no circumstance where we just, like, stop watching the NFL. 877-337-6666. I love the game. I play football. I wouldn't be on this radio if I wasn't good at football. Like, I love watching football. I love watching NFL. I know it's going to turn into flag football eventually. I've been on record saying that for the last couple years. It's going to get to powder puff football at some point because they're trying to protect players. But it's going nowhere. Um, I'm going nowhere either. I got to take a break, though. So we're going to play some other sounds, a couple minutes, when we come back, I'm running through the, the baseball calls, and then uh, my first guest will join me. It's Bo Morgan from 92.9 The Game in Atlanta. 
we need to bring some other perspective in sometimes. I've done a bunch of calls in other cities, San Francisco, Chicago, like, you know, when they want perspective of the New York fan, I think we should bring in the perspective of an Atlanta fan, not Salicata. I'm talking Bo Morgan. He's coming up at 820. Let's take this break. And and no disrespect to Sal and his uh his dirty bird jersey came up and, and put his uh his fandom on the line today. Uh, I thought you said you weren't a Falcons fan, Sal. Now you are. Well, you're gonna stay a Falcons fan because they're gonna beat the Jets. Keep McPherson on the fan. We'll be right back. Okay. Queens get the money. Or Bronx get the money. Juan Soto's gonna get a lot of money. Shohei Otani's gonna get a lot of money. We uh, hit on some football stuff. Let's quickly hit some baseball stuff. This is Keith McPherson, your nighttime host. On the fan, it's a five-hour KM to AM with you and I and a couple special guests coming up. Bo Morgan from 92.9, the game in Atlanta, to talk about those dirty birds at 820. Zach Rosenblatt, who covers the Jets for The Athletic, joins me at 920. And then former Nick, NBA player, UNC Chapel Hill guy, Raymond Felton at 1020. So, yeah, I was listening to Tiki um, or really Evan telling Tiki about the numbers that he crunched for what Juan Soto is going to get. We don't know what, what Otani's going to get. I think that's going to play into it. We don't ever really know. We can speculate. And I know everybody talks about the money Steve Cohen has, but money can buy you love. How many times you, you hear me say that? I mean, these guys, the, the amount of money that these guys are making is ridiculous. A couple nights ago, I was talking about how they're paying Frank Wright $25,000 a day to go away. Like, I remember making $25,000 a year. To think that he's going to make $25,000 a day to not do the job. Like, the money in sports is ridiculous. Uh, we'll see how much it takes to sign Juan Soto. But I'll say this. The Yankees right now, <laughs> we're in the end game now. You, if you, if, if... What other team have you heard about names or players? And I, I know we're in New York. It's the, the media mecca, the main market, market one. So, of course, we hear. But have you even heard of names of prospects or active players from other teams that the Padres are in talks with? No. So that would tell you that whether, you know, it's true or not. I don't know. Where there's smoke, there's fire. The Yankees are the ones that are in it right now. And there's there's just no way that you let a Michael King hold it up or any of these prospects. Uh, I, I don't know. It, it scares me because the Yankees are so far into this that if they don't get it done, it's going to be embarrassing. It's going to be disappointing. It's going to be a letdown. That's why I'm just like, I'm not getting too hype about it. And then at the same time, the, the conversation, we're getting ahead of ourselves with the conversation about, oh, well, he's definitely going to hit free agency. He doesn't have to. Maybe the Yankees learn from the mistake that they made with their own guy and Aaron Judge. Give him an offer he can't refuse. Just give him an offer. Give him the extension while he's here. If if you get Juan Soto, you you have all the leverage. You have all the power to lock that guy up and just pay him. And I get it. Scott Boris is going to want to touch for you. But Scott Boris isn't dumb. He deals with everybody. He knows the money. And if Juan Soto is in those pinstripes and gets to feel what it's like in Yankee Stadium to be a Yankee and has success this year, you know, a huge if if they win the World Series, what, what, where else would he need to go? Where, where else would he need to go get a bigger, like, stop it already? So, I mean, is Hal Steinbrenner going to actually uh, pony up and pay the, the price for Juan Soto? I think after you see the guy, you will. And I think it's just more so about his effect on this lineup. And I don't know exactly how he is as a player or, you know, with the clubhouse or whatever, but 
I, I just think he, he'd be a, a great addition to the team. And if you're this far into the trade talks where you're naming names, um, I don't know. Let's take one call before we go to break. Mark is in California, back on the fan. What's up, Mark? What's going on? Um, so, Keith, so here's what's kind of weird about it. Is that I remember Brian Reynolds? Yeah, of course. From Pittsburgh, remember, Pittsburgh asked the Yanks for three of their best prospects. Yeah, remember Matt Olson? Right, all those guys, right? And Yanks. Remember Shohei Otani? Buster only literally said on July 17th that the Yankees were going to trade for or the, you know, be the main team in on Otani. It happens all the time. It's Yankees well, for clicks. Right, but the thing is, is now there's Yankees are the only team in on Soto as of right now. The deal just got leaked. Told you they asked for six or seven prospects: Michael King, Drew Thorpe, maybe Clark Schmidt. The Yanks aren't doing that. I would never do that. Now, if Michael King is the main source, I don't believe, and I know you know this too, that Michael King is not the main reason why the Yanks. They're asking for too much. Now, remember, Michael King just pitched two sub-three ERA seasons. He's a frontline starter. That's what they're working him in the beat. If you lose him and you lost Montgomery, there's no chance of you getting Yamamoto or Montgomery. Now you're in a hole. Because if I don't think the Yanks blew Clark Schmidt as a full-time starter. So you're working him back in September. Michael King proved he can pitch. He's two years left of arbitration. He's going to make less than $5 million. Why would you trade him for Juan Soto? Why would you, if that's the deal that's effect, getting held up? I mean, the effect that Juan Soto will have on everything. Michael King's not right. selling tickets. The Yankees got to sell tickets right now. Ticket sales are down. I, I, everybody that I speak to is talking about season tickets, whatever. Open house is coming up, I believe, Sunday. Like, Michael King does not move the needle. There are Yankee fans that are they are not even that familiar with Michael King. They don't even know what number he wears. Think about it if you're listening. There's, what number does Michael King there's wear? About, <laughs> there's about, right now, about 11 to 12 teams that checked in on Michael King last year from the Yankees, and the Yankees turned him down. Like, he is the most valuable piece the Yankees have right now. And oh, to trade him for one year of Soto, yeah. one year, you saw the same thing that the Dodgers did with Manny Machado. Is Manny Machado a Dodger? No, he's not. So even though you have the money to sign him, remember, Soto just turned down $440 million. Yeah. It's going to cost him 500 or more million for Juan Soto. I get it. But listen, you already signed Judge. You can't have these two guys coexist on a payroll. It's not possible. It's just not. And I understand everyone's like, the Yankees were the old Yankees in the past. You need to construct this roster way better than just going after Soto. You would agree if the Yanks go after a big free agent one time, and that's all they do. Last year was Rendon, and that was it. And that didn't prove out to be well. The year before was DJ LeMay and a couple of other guys, like Rizzo and a couple guys like that. Didn't work out. And if you take a look at Bryce Harper, who the Yankees passed on, He's having an incredible playoff. Don't get me wrong. But was he worth everything that the Phillies gave up? Yeah, their owner said that. Thanks for the call, Mark. Their owner said that he should have paid him more. And then he went out there and gave the same amount of money to his boy from Washington, Trey Turner. These guys don't want to be Washington Nationals. So, yeah, Juan Soto turned down $440 million from the Nationals. He won a World Series there. He came up with them. He wants out. He wants a better city, a better brand. These guys are so petty that when he turned the money down, they wouldn't fly him out to the All-Star game two years ago in L.A. I sat behind home plate, watched this guy walk off win the home run derby like a dog. A dude, like Lugie would say.
Of course Juan Soto can be on this team with Aaron Judge. They can crunch those numbers. They got guys above my pay grade to figure out how to have Juan Soto and uh, Aaron Judge on the same team. There's money coming off the books. You can get rid of some guys. There's some gymnastics you can do. If if the Yankees are this far in the talks, and there was something about like, oh, um, I think Bustler only might have point, re- reported it today, that like the return for the Padres is not going to be what everybody thinks. It's all rumors. It's all speculative. Like, you know, Buster only said the Padres' potential return for Juan Soto from the Yankees will surprise people. It won't be as much as people think. I don't know what anyone thinks. I don't know what is true. I'm not believing anything. <laughs> Believe none of what you see and half of what you hear. 877-337-6666. Ack is in the building. What's up, Ack? Ack's going to update oh, I us. I like the uh, little uh, Marvin, Gray, Marvin Gaye reference. Heard it through the grapevine. Hey, there you go. <laughs> I think I said it backwards, though, right? Uh, I don't remember. Believe none of uh, what, believe, believe none of what you see and half of what you hear. Yes, you got it. I try. This I guy try. knows everything. Ak, Ak is a, I got a lot full of, of I, knowledge. I, yeah, all useless. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's hit the break of the update. We'll be right back. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.